0: This is the Parenting for Faith podcast from the Bible Reading Fellowship. Visit parentingforfaith.org for free online videos and resources and an eight-session course all about Parenting for Faith. You can also sign up for news, subscribe to this podcast, and find out about events and training in your area. Welcome to Bedtime Drinks with Rachel. My name is Rachel Turner, and uh, we are doing a little chat If you are new, this is when we (laughs) take like a half hour out of our busy day to uh, sit and just chat about something really specific, about something that might be spiritually going on with our kids, and get 15 minutes worth of input and chatting about it. I get to pray for you guys, which I love. Uh, I answer any questions that you may have and, uh, any situations you may find yourself in that you need a bit of encouragement or helping find next steps. And, uh, and then we're out. We are in and out super fast. Uh, I hope you've got a drink. I, uh, hope you're feeling, uh, that, uh, you got some time to do it. It's okay if your kids are in and out because it's fine. Uh, I hope you can pawn your kids off or at least welcome. They're more than welcome to sit down. Today we are talking about helping our kids reconnect with church or connect better with church, however you want to phrase it. Uh, and so uh, we would love to hear sort of what your questions are, what your situations are. And we'd love for you to feel free to just encourage each other. If someone has a question and you think, oh, I've, this thing has really helped me, please feel free to be the family that we get to be when we all come together and talk about something that's really, really important to us. I hope you had a really good Christmas in a way that was unique and different than every other time. And I hope you found moments of joy and places of God in it. I was packing because I moved and uh, that's hence me sitting at my desk. I normally like snuggled on the couch, but uh, I haven't figured out where to put things. (laughs) So this is the safe place. Um, So today we were talking about church. How is it going? It's been like months for some of us Uh, I wonder how many of you have have gone back live to church at some moment or how many of you are like me and haven't stepped foot in a church service in 10 plus months Uh, however your journey has been uh, I'm sure it has been a while (laughs) Right. And uh, we wanted to talk about this idea of reconnecting. Because when we first went into lockdown one, uh, there was this big flurry frenzy of like, what do we do and how do we do it? And how do we engage our kids in church? And we talked about it. And then it's sort of been a while. And we wanted to revisit this because for some of us, we can feel almost buried under this pressure of trying to get to church and not working and it. Yes, working. Some of us are just loving not having the pressure of church and the idea of going back can feel stressful i know some of us who uh have kids on the autistic spectrum or or those who struggle in a more formalized situation have found a a a joy in this new uh, space but however you're feeling about it at this season it can be really helpful to just take a moment to step back and think How are our kids connecting in with church? How are they benefiting from the beauty of what church is supposed to be? So type in your questions, type in your comments. I'm going to do a little bit of adding a thought in, then I'll pray for us, and then we'll wade in together and and have a conversation. When I was praying about today, I began to be really... Well, convicted isn't the word, but like sort of heavily... Burdened <laughs> that I wanted to go around all your houses and sweep off any shoulds off your shoulders because I feel that that church can so easily become a massive should that sits on us. We should be going to church, we should be having these church services, we should be able to make our kids like it, and we should be able to help them engage in Zoom. And this, these shoulds as a parent can paralyze us, can make us feel. <sighs> that their only option is a very narrow option. And if we can't make it work, then we are either failing or our kids are missing out something. And I think there is something beautiful that we miss when we don't get to go to a, a community and see everybody. It's, it's okay to miss those things and it's okay to not. But I wanted to take a step back to say this. Church is not about helping our kids engage on the service on a Sunday. Church is about helping them love the beauty of what God created within the church. And a church service, or going to something that church does, is has become sort of a convenience method of, of getting all the churchiness into one location and place. But it doesn't have to be that. It wasn't like that in the early church. And it wasn't like us now. And if we can take a step back, we can actually help our kids embrace and experience the fullness of church. Even if that means that Sunday services aren't the heart of it. Now, we can also talk about, if you want to talk about Sunday morning services, we can talk about it. But I just want to ponder this. Um, I didn't know how Facebook was going to work, so I mirror wrote some stuff on a piece of paper, and we will see if it works. So I just want to remind us, this is what biblical church is about. This is the reasons behind church in Scripture. It exists to draw near to God for all of us, together to draw near to God to spur each other on towards good works, to be the body of Christ, to love and be loved, and to be transformed by the Holy Spirit. And that's not the only places it can happen, but it is, It is you know, in general, when they say meet together and when we look at why they met together and what they did there, it was around these five things. And church services have been great and being like, great, we can show up, we can worship and hear sermons we can see people encourage people we can serve and be part of the body of christ we can love and hug people i mean like in the fantasy it used to be world and you know make people feel loved and visit and hey how's your mother and you know all that stuff and we can have these quiet moments with god where he transforms us and where we can worship and be challenged and go on that journey of transformation and all in one convenient package fantastic but you know what? It's not all in one convenient package anymore. That doesn't mean that this isn't still functional. And if we can begin to release the pressure of having to continue to make it all in one convenient package, then we can begin to actually go on the journey of enabling or re-enabling our kids to engage with church. Because drawing near to God, God says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I. That is wonderful. And so... If we deconstruct it, if we say, doesn't all have to happen on a Sunday, where can it happen? Then, wow, you have stuff that you do at home when you're doing bedtimes, when you're having a bad meeting. <laughs> we've, we've had this, where, like, I go to have a meeting. My kids are generally in the room. Uh, then I sort of come out, and I go, that was tough. And then we have a chat, and then I can ask, can you pray for me? Because my brain is just still in that conversation. And then he does. And that is just that was church. That was part of it. We can spur each other on and encourage each other in so many other ways, not just in our family, but we can say, you know what, I am going to, we're going to do a letter writing campaign. I knew one family who do like a letter writing campaign to different family members who just, you know, take different family members, different church people and, and write a letter to them, a handwritten snail mail letter just to encourage other people Um, to be the body of Christ. This is not the only place that we can be purposeful, you know, to, to, see a song there's i was just talking to a dad who was saying his kids love rend collective and uh, and they came up with a song and then they were thinking talking about somebody and they wanted to send them a link to the song great that is part of being the body of christ and facilitating i was thinking about this in god and you and i wanted you to listen to it uh, we can love people we can be transformed by the holy spirit by these wonderful moments of phone calls with friends or when you're zooming somebody and then you say hey can you guys pray for us because we're struggling and and then you just wait and some other family prays for you. And it's, ha oh, huh. deconstruct church. Because then if your life is woven with church, then it's wonderful. And we can train our kids to see it. It's really helpful to begin to label these things as church, to have a great conversation with your friend on the phone and get off and say, that was just such a great church moment. And it wasn't anything organized by the central government of church. It was church, though. It was two people talking about God and hearing truth from him. And I love that as church. Or when you see somebody in the supermarket and you're like, hi and I love it and you should oh how exciting it isn't that great and you leave and going it was so great to be encouraged and encourage him that was that was excellent church and begin to label it because then you can you can help your kids see wherever they go when they're purposeful that's church and when they connect with God that's church and when they have a great insight into life or the Bible and you go wow that's transformed how I think about it that was an excellent church moment where I was transformed. Uh, There are so many times a three-year-old comes out with something significant or your 11-year-old has a profound thought and you're like, well, I'm never going to read that story again like that. And to say that that felt as meaty as a sermon. Thank you. And to label all these things, church can begin to facilitate this idea that, that church is everywhere. It's deconstructed. And when we get to go back and it all gets put into one package again, great, but I don't want to lose the outside bits, too, because the outside bits are beautiful. Church is way more than the convenient package on a Sunday. Uh, I think it's really helpful to just think about that, to ponder that. What does it look like for us? Because when it says in Scripture, this Hebrews passage that I love, you know, don't give up meeting together, which I feel like, like often we pull out, and we're like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to miss it. It says this let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. The meeting together was, was just a, a method of encouragement. And there are so many other methods of encouragement that we can help our kids cling on to. It can be one or two. It doesn't have to be everybody. Um, so help them find those who need encouragement and facilitate that. I'm gonna actually start taking questions now, and then I'll pray at the end. Oh, I'm changing the format, but some questions are coming in, and I think they're really good. So I'm gonna to go to those, and then we'll pray at the end. So keep asking your questions and comments. Hang around because I want to pray for you. Um, but I, I just, I just felt, I just felt like I want to take these. So, uh, my children have been accessing online Zoom church, which was going well until school online daily lessons. Yes true. So now my children are screen tired by Sunday now, so struggling to encourage them to join in. That can be so common. As we, I completely understand that. I, I think sometimes it's about what were they engaging with on the Sunday? What is, what is the purpose of your Sunday online for them? Because I know some kids who the gathering around and the engaging with Zoom can just feel intense again. So, maybe turn off the screen, like the actual screen, and just do it as a podcast, you know, to to just listen to it, to turn it around, to let them sit at the table that's at the side that they don't have to watch it and let them color pages or let them build Lego and listen and say, I don't mind what your hands are doing as long as you're listening and engaging with God in the way that you feel comfortable. And sometimes that helps that sense of performing, particularly with Zoom, sometimes everyone has to come together and then we all have to watch and that sense of of engaging with the screen again. And if you take off that feeling that they are seen and you take away the feeling like they have to watch, that can enable them to focus really on the draw near to God bit or the encouragement bit. Uh, sometimes it can also be that that they're tired of receiving. And so sometimes we can say, you know, we we're just in a season of not only receiving stuff, but maybe encouraging a bit. So what I'd love to do is is we don't have to do the, if the singing is what puts them off, say, let's just put on our own worship set. You know, let's put on, let's start at breakfast. Somebody, one of you, make a worship set of, of music that you really like. And we'll just listen to it and sort of let our hearts worship to it. And then when it's time for the sermon, we can jump into the sermon. And you can color and listen to it. And i just love for you to think of one thing that made you think differently. And then let's email the sermon person and encourage them and say, that was really interesting. Because it's not just about receiving, but it's about encouraging and saying that impacted my heart. And so giving them other reasons to be there besides that, or if they're just tired of learning and the sermon and the people, then say, let's just put on the worship and let's lay on the floor with our eyes closed and sing what you want to sing and draw pictures with God, with drawing pictures with God. And then, and then we can just share at dinner time one thing that God's been encouraging us in this week. And and that can be how we feed our hearts. However you want to do it, you can deconstruct it and help them find what their method of connecting with God is that morning or connecting with people that morning. I know sometimes they just want to say hi to the people and then don't want to have to process that. So it's fine. How do you want to connect with God this morning? If you want to go read your Bible in the corner, go for it. Uh, It's a connecting morning. Uh, so help them, help them, encourage them to not just join in with the activity, but join in with the churchy bit. Uh, that may help, and it could be that they just want to start being purposeful and doing something to help. So explore what are those five things? Um, explore the draw near to God. Be encouraging, body of Christ. They may want to start serving. Uh, you know, feeling loved. If you know, if you're being with a bunch of people that you feel disconnected from, maybe maybe that's the thing is to go ask their church leader what is the one person who who is living on their own and we're just going to go bang on their window and wave and drop them off cookies um, or transformed by the spirit what bit of church do they want to step into next and encourage them in that Um, another question we have come up against knowing the best way to engage some children the parents are struggling too they aren't interested in the children's service type facebook stream and are also zoomed out we gave out easter bags and had a fair response I've tried to personally contact many of the families and email out every two weeks with details of what we were doing and put the ooh, THTH link out relating our theme and suggesting video tubes that can do it. Any other ideas? Uh, they Zoom only once or twice a month and alternate with streamed all ages children. Okay. My suggestion would be this. If people are engaging with it, then it's okay to stop. Personally. <laughs> it's okay to stop because they may be tired. And so it could be that you're getting a consistent three families. And so therefore if you feel like it's worth it, reduce how you, you know the effort that you're putting in and you know say it's here, it's available, it's low key, come join in if you want to. If not, that's absolutely fine. Um but you may want to you may want to just take a step back and and it can feel particularly with homeschool as a parent is just all a thousand things that you have to help your kids engage with. And maybe what What may be useful to do is to take it all digitally completely offline and to just send encouragement notes to the kids or pair them up. I was listening to a church who had a, a, some, they would pair up people who didn't have children with families who did. And those people would just pray for them every week and give them a call and swing by, you know, post them chocolate and just say, Hey, you're a great kid and I'm praying for you and your family. Is or anything you could do and organize game nights where they, you can play games and, and find out what is, what is the, the feeling that is being missed? Because sometimes we're trying to push for the draw near to God bid when actually people may just be feeling lonely and and maybe an offline uh, geocaching experience <laughs> where you hide gifts around the town and when they're out for their one day of exercise, they can find uh, something that you've left at one location it would be great. And so so I would suggest rather than try to push, 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 you step back and and let families do deconstructed. It's begin to think, how can I deconstruct it without the methods that they're not engaging with? Enable them to, to, to do that. Uh, you might want to come over to our parenting for faith, uh, children's and youth leaders, a uh, forum. There's a lot of really good ideas there. We might want, we can do that. We can talk more about different ways of engaging with, with families to do that. Um, because Because you have so much creativity to help families do this deconstructed church and help them feel free to do this deconstructed church. And that may enable families more. Do you have any other questions, comments, concerns, ponderings, heresy flags, things that have been bugging you, things that you were hoping I would say and I haven't yet, um, things that you were saying, this is what I need her to tell me and you haven't yet. Um, So I'm going to pray and then I'll, I'll check and see if there's anything else. But I just wanted to just take a moment to say you're doing great. You're doing great. And this deconstructed church is so useful to label and name for kids. All of this is church. And it is a, a wonderful thing to have access to so much of church. You be the church that you want to be a part of. Get out there and if you feel unencouraged, then go start encouraging people. And if you feel unloved, then go out and start figuring out ways of loving uh, so that when it all comes back into one building, um, we can say we don't want to lose these bits, but it just gets more convenient and, uh, and more powerful uh, when we're together. But that doesn't mean it's not significant. So let me pray. God, I thank you that you've given us this gift of church. And I thank you that it is all around us, these opportunities to gather where two or three are gathered, to invest in individual relationships, to draw near to you and be encouraged and to be loved and to be purposeful and to be transformed by you in these everyday bits of life. God, I pray that you would open our eyes to see where church is and the opportunities of where it could be that we may relieve the pressure off of our shoulders to um, feel like we have to cram it all into this narrow place and instead help our kids be the church and live the church and love the church right where they are. pray that you would open our eyes, that we may see our kids well, and that we may help them take the next step in their church journey, even in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. I think there's a great opportunity that we have in this season to teach our kids something about church that even we are still learning. And I think that is so powerful. And so I would just encourage you, whatever your journey is, it is significant for a lifetime for these kids. And you're doing great. So I'll see you next month uh, for another Bedtime Tricks with Rachel. But in the meantime, know you're loved. Know we're praying for you. Know that if you need anything, uh, please email in or message because we'd love to encourage you and support you as you go on your journey. Bless you. Thank you for downloading the Parenting for Faith podcast. A new episode will be released next week. And why not look at parentingforfaith.org to watch the free eight-session course, to get in touch, or to find out about training and events near you.